Hey, everybody. Welcome to the third episode of the Reviews to Astonish podcast. I'm Brad, and I'm here with... Chris, Keith, and M- Matt in alphabetical order. That's God, us. Damn it, Keith. <laughs> we try, I Matt. tried getting them to work on... I tried getting them to work on the intro. I knew because it's always like weird and robotic. I knew someone was going to do has that. To be a jerk. Thank you, Keith. This is mm. everyone's favorite part, though. They just wonder, like, what's it going to sound like yeah, this yeah. time? <laughs> all right. So this is the podcast in which we're not going to talk about Civil War at all. We're not going to mention its name at all. You just mentioned his name. I don't think any of us. That's going to be like yet. that's going to be like ninety percent of the podcast. So if you don't want to hear about Civil War, just wander off and get the fuck out. Of wherever you're sitting right now. Get out of your house and leave. Walk down the street. <laughs> get out of your... Leave your desk. If, you, if you're on the boat, get out the boat and swim. Just, <laughs> just leave. Whoever's on a boat right now listening to this, please tweet at our two views. I don't, I don't, I don't know our Twitter. Hashtag reviews to boat astonish. <laughs> All right, before we talk about Civil War, though, there's, like, I guess a couple things we got to touch on. Um, first, before we get into like, any news things, um, this is kind of for people that follow the website, mostly. But, um, so I've, I've kind of posted a couple posts on our Facebook about it, that we're all sort of getting busy, like, I just started a new job, and mm-hmm. we haven't getting really... Getting busy. Getting busy. I'm ready to get busy. <laughs> Um, but we're, all, we're all busy. We haven't really been posting. We haven't been posting a lot on the website, like super regularly, like blogs and reviews and stuff like that. Like I, as far as reviews go, like I literally just bought all my comics like last weekend and um, from the past month or so. But so we're kind of like refocusing, and we're going to be focusing more on the podcast. And we're still going to be doing like blog posts and reviews and all that stuff, but just not. At, we're going to try and do it as regularly and like force it. It's just going to be. There'll still be there, just. We're just focusing more on the podcast and stuff like that. So, so yeah, that's that. Um, and now we can move on to some news stuff. You guys have any news stuff? What are we going to talk about today, guys? I have I some know. cool X-Men stuff, if anyone wants to hear about it. No, no. All right. Wait, you're talking about, you're talking about X-Men, the, the Halo team that qualified for the Halo Pro League yesterday? Duh. Are there any other? Are we about to talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, let's not talk about that. That doesn't matter to anyone, but like me. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. What's your X-Men news? Okay. I have a couple things, but uh, I guess for people who don't know, there's going to be a new Mutants movie, and uh, I don't know exactly when it's coming out yet, but the director, Josh Boone, has been posting some pictures just kind of teasing who the team would be, and it seems mm-hmm. pretty cool. Like It's pretty similar to the original like or more like classic lineup i guess where it has magic leading it who's the uh sister of colossus and there's an x-men storyline where she's basically like in limbo for like her whole childhood and that's kind of when she like learns her powers and everything but uh there's also going to be uh wolfsbane who's basically like a character of a scottish woman i think who can shapeshift into a werewolf or a wolf and uh, it looks like Mirage, Cannonball, and I think his name is Sunspot. Let me double check. Yeah, Sunspot. Yeah. So he posted that picture of that that team, and I guess there's been rumors. I don't know how official it is that 
Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones fame might be playing Wolfsbane, which would be really cool. And which one's which one's Maisie Williams? She's uh, the, the girl who plays Arya. Arya, yeah. And ah, right. the main uh, star from The Witch, Anya Taylor Joy, might be Magic, which could be pretty sweet. Um, hmm. so pretty promising news, I guess. The direct- what is uh, Josh Boone's Instagram handle? Uh, Matt? It is Josh Boone Movies, J-O-S-H-B-O-O-N-E-M-O-V-I-E-S. And um, I, this might tie into the New Mutants stuff, but I also saw something that said, I guess the next X-Men movie after Apocalypse is going to be set in the 90s because oh, yeah. apparently each <clears throat> X-Men movie that's been coming out in this like current iteration starting from First Class, it's been like First Class has been the 60s, Days of Future Past has been the 70s. Apocalypse is supposed to be in the 80s. And then the next movie is supposed to be in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting that cool. that's the way they're splitting it up. But not too much news about that. So that could be New Mutants also, but or so it could be its we'll own be, thing. Will we be getting like, will we be getting like music from each era? I hope Was so. There, I don't remember music in the other ones. I don't know. I mean, I know uh, in uh, Days of Future Past, Quicksilver kind of like, had the like rush oh, yeah. t-shirt and stuff yeah but that's true i don't know if that's going to be like a recurring thing that would be pretty cool though so yeah uh, chris and i were just talking about before the before we started recording we were talking about how apparently uh this latest x-men movie is not doing the yeah. best it's very mixed uh, yeah currently <laughs> right now it's at 43 percent on rotten tomatoes and the reviews are pretty mixed like some say oh quicksilver still is a show and like if you're a fan of like mm-hmm. the 90s comics you'll love it but you know the majority of the things that i keep hearing is that they don't take advantage of the 80s setting um yeah and um mainly is like there's, there's a lot of plot holes it's it's kind of underwhelming and mm. the one thing that i don't hear at all is about Oscar Isaac's performance is uh, Apocalypse. So either it's either really terrible or Fox is trying to keep that hush-hush to like make that stand out more. Um, but the main thing is that like Quicksilver seals the show and then that Wolverine cameo they teased is pretty good too. But um, Yeah, I saw something too that they said... They came uh, out IGN, and said... IGN, I think... What was that, Matt? Oh, sorry. Um... I saw like an IGN review that was kind of going off some of the stuff that Chris said. They gave it a 7.0, which was probably like one of the higher ones I've seen so far. But um, I know they had like a positive being about Quicksilver and then they had a negative point that said Magneto was too like, I don't know. I forgot the exact terminology they used. Magmatic? Yeah. He, no. <laughs> he was just, uh, <laughs> he was like under, I guess, underwhelming or like they, they didn't utilize his character in the best way possible or something like that but i'm still gonna see it i hope it's like as long as it's better than batman vs superman i'll probably be okay with it yeah, yeah. still has a better rating than batman vs superman <clears throat> so there you go <laughs> uh yeah i probably won't see it because i'm not a big x-men fan as you guys i will say this Whatever. though i'll see it because it needs to be seen i'll s- all right i'll s- by the general public i mean at this point no. I mean, it's one of those movies where you have to see it because, like, if you've seen it 
like from the beginning, then Hugh Jackman, like his time as Wolverine is coming to a close, and so mm-hmm. huge. I mean, not not if he goes not if he goes into the Marvel universe because I mean, they're saying that the last True. Wolverine movie is going to be officially rated R now. Like that, they just came out and confirmed mm-hmm. that, and apparently that teaser in the uh the, that cameo he has in Apocalypse sets that up uh pretty well. So it's uh, I mean. Part of me wants to see it because it's like, oh, finally, we're getting a movie with Apocalypse, which we should have got a long-ass time ago when they first started making these movies. But, you know, mm-hmm. better late than never. Hopefully, Fox- it's better than Batman versus Superman, though. It's Seems like uh, Fox is trying to capitalize on their, their Daredevil crowd with R ratings. Looks like Wolverine's <laughs> going to be looking into the camera saying, chimichanga assholes and stuff like I that. I think you mean so. Deadpool. You mean Deadpool. Deadpool, what'd I say? Daredevil. Oh. There's D's and stuff. <laughs> it was no. all kinds D's of like, everywhere. <laughs> multiple directions. It's been a long day. I need a couple cups of coffee. <laughs> um moving uh, along. Um I guess. How about that flash? Uh, yeah, we'll jump to that. Yeah, that director just like <laughs> failed. Like Well yeah. <laughs> Matt, said, Matt Matt, what was the picture that you found? <laughs> Alright. Everyone who's listening, if you go on to Google and you just write flash director. I'm, try it. I'm, try I'm right doing now. it right now. Just to be sure it's still there. Okay, so the first Flash result, director. the first result says the Flash has finally found its director, and then the next result says <laughs> the Flash loses its director exclusive, <laughs> which I just thought was an amazing <laughs> tale of events. Some could say he was gone in a flash. Oh, oh! got him, got him, get him out of here, get him out of here. So that's weird. I guess there is like, one headline that says the Flash director leaves the film in a hurry. anyways that kind of sucks for them but like i mean uh, part of me was very upset about that because you know seth graham smith like that's the guy responsible you know for giving us abraham lincoln vampire uh hunter and i kind of that sounds awful i kind of wasn't that a bad movie it it it, it was but i mean i wanted to see what he could do with like a bigger budget you know and and you know a superhero film. I think he's also responsible for um, he. I think he wrote Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. I think you're right. I think I saw that he was like tied to that. So I mean, like already, you know, you talk about a great track record. You know, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, this guy. Like that's why I want to bring the Scarlet Speedster to life. So <laughs> it's, I, I, I say we get him back. I say we make a petition to both get rid of Zack Snyder and then bring uh, Seth Graham Smith back. I I just don't want DC to fail. I love DC. Well, I have bad news for you, Chris. Damn it! <laughs> See those Power Rangers costumes? Yeah, that's Ooh, my bad news. Awful. Ooh, those are okay. They're so bad. They're, those whatever. I i feel like if you just do the classic like the just like mouths. spandex and a big helmet it would look weird but yeah the, the, i'm sure it'll change like, look at the way like apocalypse changed like, he was he was ivan ooze like literally like speaking of power rangers like yeah and now he's like yeah. back to normal comic book sort of looking apocalypse yeah power rangers um, are right now like a weird i'm totally with keith though of iron man and someone Garbage. someone i know shared a picture um <laughs> So they have very uh, Iron Man-ish influence. So I don't know, shared a picture of the Power Rangers in like their classic 90s like 
headquarters. I, I don't know if it had a name or what it was called, but and instead of Zordon in the background, it was just Robert Downey Jr. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's amazing. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sure it'll be cool. For I'm others. excited for Power Rangers. Yeah. The comic book's been pretty pretty cool so far. Um, what's her name? Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, yeah right? she's a uh, Rita Repulsa. And uh, yeah, she looks pretty dope. Yeah, she I would does. watch her kill things. Yeah, definitely. I'd watch her do a lot of things. And stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> like those suits, yeah. like they're very Iron Man inspired, but I also kind of get like a Pacific Rim vibe from them. Like maybe like when I can they see get that. in the Megazord, like that's what they were trying to go for. <laughs> what? And they, oh what if they change the whole thing and they don't go into Megazords? They just get bigger. They just oh, turn it. They're all in their own Megazord. <laughs> or they go the into no, they go into bigger versions of themselves. <laughs> like they're in their suits and they jump into a huge same person. Mega Red suits Ranger. form an even bigger suit that looks exactly the same. <laughs> that's why they're all looking down in the picture. Because they're all big oh, old, oh, big Those are the robots. Anyways, yeah. speaking of <laughs> killing things and stuff with your hands, the Infinity Wars movies, which feature Gauntlets. Thanos I get yeah. in his hands, he's going to kill people. Um, they're, I guess they're not going to be just called Avengers Infinity War. Let me try that again. I guess they're just not going to be just called <laughs> Avengers Infinity War Parts 1 and 2. They're going to have like subtitles. What those I feel will like be. they were always yes. going to have something. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. not really... I read it. something that said they were going to be, like, completely retitled. Like, they were going to be both so different from each other that they wanted to make sure that that was apparent. Because they said, like, having it be part mm. one and two was, like, misleading to people. But I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. So maybe it one will be, like, Infinity War, and one will be, like, Infinity something else, or just totally they, different. One will be Infinity isn't enough. Right, Brett? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Infinity <laughs> 2 Electric Boogaloo. Shout out to Aaron. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know what? This is the best opportunity of all time. Avengers to Infinity and Beyond. Like they have. To there do we go. That. <laughs> there we go. They have to do yeah, that. Yeah, they have. They have the IP. Like yeah, it. they do. <laughs> if they if they don't um, do that, shame to them and shame to their dojos. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Disney? <laughs> all right, we have one little piece of a uh, news bit to talk about before we get into the big mama jama that is civil <laughs> civil war um they cast uh they uh as in disney they, the, cast the, uh, the young han solo they. uh alden erinrich erinrich something he kind of looks er- like a young han erinrich. solo um <laughs> uh, yeah i've never seen him in anything he was in he was Hail in Caesar, uh, that yeah year. He was good in Hail Caesar, I thought. I know Sam, who couldn't be in this episode, she really liked him, and she'll probably. Okay. Be I never saw about him. Hail Caesar. Rest but... in peace. What? Rest in peace. Spoilers <laughs> for Force Awakens. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, he said Sam couldn't be in this episode. Oh, I thought you oh. meant like Han Solo because he was dead. No, Sam and Bob actually eloped. No, we'll be back. Don't even next say week, that. Maybe. Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> they actually are both going to LA next weekend, though. So maybe they are. Who knows? <laughs> They're gonna. <laughs> We're finding out through our podcast. <laughs> it's being um, documented right now. We're, okay, we're, that's we're, like the last little. Unless someone else has something to say about. How do you feel about the new Han Solo? I've never seen him anything. So I mean, I have no strong well, feelings. Well, you one see way his other. face. 
Han Solo is just a face anyway. Yeah. I'm just intrigued by what they're going to do with that movie in general. Like, I feel like that one's going to be the the riskiest. I don't really care about. I mean, because there is a rumor that young Han Solo might also turn up in uh, uh, the the Rogue One movie. Um, But he is normal age at that point. Like, he was like Han Solo (laughs) age at that point. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would they do that? I mean, they'll just make, they'll they'll put, they'll do the old face. Han Solo is a 30 year old man. At this point in the universe, let's retcon that and make him a twenty-something-year-old kid instead. Han <laughs> Solo. I shoot first. That's what twenty-year-olds sounded like, right? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I haven't All right, seen enough of this child's play. Let's get into the yeah. nitty-gritty. So before we start talking about Civil War, I just uh, God damn it, Brad. Much to the, no, much to the chagrin of Aaron, who's probably listening. Um, shout out to Aaron. Right now, he's listening yeah. right now. Right now, as we record, actually. Um, <laughs> it's creepy. He heard this story, and uh, I'm going to share his reaction. So, my viewing of Civil War, it was a good movie, and I liked it. Um, my viewing of it, however, was not ideal. <laughs> um, in that, like, the opening sequence, I heard, like, a spit sound. And oh, hold felt- on, hold on. Set up, set up this, set up this, uh, the... the- the scenery. I want to. I want to. It's a movie theater right now. It's dark. <laughs> good, Civil War is just about to start. There are people sitting behind me. All right. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so like the movie's about to start, and I hear like a spit sound behind me, and I feel a piece of wet popcorn land like on my left ear. No. Uh. And I just like <laughs> slowly looked up and turned around with like fire in my eyes and stared at these kids. It was like three like late high school, like, like 18, 19 year old kids. And I looked at them. I was like, don't fucking do that again. And they were just like giggling and pointing like, he did it, he did it. I'm like, I don't care who did it. Don't fucking do it again. And I so may God, him. I'll call your parents. And so I stared at him and then I turned back around to watch the movie. But like the whole time I was just sitting there with my arms crossed, just like angry, like they're going to do something else, something else. I'm going to spit on again. I'm going to have to, Beat some high school kid ass. Like, <laughs> I was so angry, like the whole movie, like I could hardly focus. Like, oh my god! And I was telling Aaron about it after the movie because we saw it together, but didn't sit near each other because we got there late. Um, oh, <laughs> so he was like, re- "Relax, Brad. Relax." The Hulk wasn't even in this movie. I'm like, "Yeah, but he was in the goddamn audience." I'll tell you what. <laughs> he was inside me. I tell you, That's I was so mad. So I need to go see it again. <laughs> Have, like, I totally, viewing. I totally agree with you because me and Sam saw it twice because we saw it with our dad at Alamo Draft House yesterday, and the people we were sitting next to were the same way. Where they were these people who, because like if you don't know Alamo Draft House, you can get food and like stuff to drink. So this like yeah, couple yeah. next to us is they like get their a pitcher of like beer or something. So they're they're like pouring that like throughout the entire movie, and then. They got popcorn, and you, I, every like fifteen or twenty minutes, I would just see the guy, like, move the popcorn bowl like under his seat because they have like little lights that you could like read the menus with and stuff. And he just starts like doing that thing where he's like mixing the popcorn. And he did that like four times during the movie, and then when Spider Man comes on, the lady sitting next to me just goes, uh or like she just does this like weird like thing where she doesn't sound happy about it at all. 
And then, like, later on in the movie, she starts laughing at his jokes and stuff. So I couldn't tell if she, like, hated Spider-Man or if she, like, was okay with it. And it was just one of those things where I just felt like I was, like, an old man. Every, like, time they even moved their mouths, I would just look over at them, hoping that it would, like, intimidate them. But they moved their mouth. But thankfully, I'd already oh, seen the guys, movie. I had, a, I had a great theater experience. Everyone at my place was great. What did you, what did you guys think about it? What were your like sort of responses coming out of the movie theater? Um, I was I... stoked. Coming out of it. Coming out of it. Coming out of it. Man, I'm so stoked <laughs> for, this, this... for this movie that I just watched. Because me and, me and Sam saw it, and we were like, we got to see it again. And then we did see it again. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, sure. Okay. I, I, I this was... Go ahead, Chris. It's definitely uh, one of my favorite Marvel movies. Uh, is is someone that's pretty much like we've all seen everyone that's come out. This for me is definitely in the top three. It's uh yeah, agreed. I think it's pretty damn good. Like everything that I wanted from that movie, like I pretty much got it. And it's yeah, like it's the main thing was like okay, is everyone gonna have enough time to do everything? They got all these characters in there. When are they going to come in? Are they going to hit their beats? And is it going to feel overcrowded? And it didn't. So that was the main thing yeah. that, that I was happy with. I agree. One of the things I really like, um, I mean, I guess it's not really a tradition, but like they've only done it for twice, uh, since the Age of Ultron and now Civil War. What I really like is that like in the beginning, it's just like the Avengers or some of the Avengers on a mission, just like doing mm-hmm. their thing. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Like I really like that. Like enjoy seeing them like working like, as a team and like doing like an actual mission. Shows them like avenging and like they have a purpose. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was kind of cool too because it was like a portion that was already shown in a trailer, so you kind of just like get that over with like in the beginning. So then you can kind of like get kinda. to all the stuff you haven't seen. I guess. Well, I mean, they didn't really show like the um, in trailers. They didn't really show like the sequence of how like it was gonna be like. People were saying that that part was gonna be like the end, or like that's true. But I don't know. Um, but yeah, like what Chris was saying, like this is, I think I feel like I need to see it again. But this is probably tied with Winter Soldier as my favorite of all the Marvel movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Winter Soldier was really really good. It's, Agreed. Agreed. I have to see Civil War a couple more times to make a solid sort of <clears throat> assessment of whether or not it's my favorite. But yeah, it was when- really. Go ahead. Uh, I was just kind of going off something Chris said a little bit ago, but I felt like the movie did a really good job of like giving each character like a good amount of screen time. And like they like showed the seeds or like expanding relationships between like each character. Like there's so many characters, but you can tell like the relationship between like Vision and Scarlet Witch and like Scarlet Witch and Hawkeye are like different, you know? And I think the movie did a good job of like kind of letting you get to know all the characters and, like, what their motivations were in a really, like, effective way, I guess. A lot of people have a lot actually, of... Uh... Oh, go on. Um, I actually wanted to... I was hoping that Sam would make it to this because she's the only girl in our group here. Uh, but, I mean, I want to get your guys' opinion. So, when I was writing a review for this, uh, I originally was saying how... Uh, I was not a fan of, I was not, I wasn't 100% a fan of how uh, they wrote Black Widow uh, 
Scarlet Witch and uh, Agent 13 in this. Um, so I felt like whereas they didn't get into any sort of damsel in distress situation, which is so tired, tired, tiredly used. Yeah. Is that a, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what I had a problem was that like they still felt very sidelined. And I know that the movie is mostly about Tony Stark, uh, Cap, and Bucky for the most part. For this, for the MCU version of Civil War. Yeah. Uh, it's what it felt like. But it still felt like they didn't play a big role in it. Uh, so this, this is my first reaction to it. And especially Agent 13. Agent 13 yeah. like helped out once. Yeah. And then she was just like, peace, I gotta go. Yeah. Can't be seen with you guys anymore. And then, or like right after she like smooched Cap. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. Thank, thanks for that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, no, that's not a spoiler. When, when we <laughs> saw it, we both agreed that Sharon Carter was like now, just arm candy. And like she didn't really yeah. like do much of anything. Like, and it was weird too because like Steve wasn't really, well, I guess that's more of a spoiler thing. But um, it was just weird like the way she was handled. And like she was only in the movie for a little bit and it just seemed kind of strange the way she was like thrown in to be like important but then she really wasn't that important yeah yeah i don't know scarlet witch and black Thanks widow i was okay with yeah. no so that's what i was thinking is when i first was looking at it black widow she had i would say probably uh like out of all the fight scenes like some of the best fight scenes in the whole movie yeah like, it was just True. crazy the stuff awesome. that she did. And uh, they definitely gave Scarlet Witch a lot more time mm-hmm. on, oh, yeah, on Earth, sure. more than Ultron. But what I felt like is like... Yeah, she had more time Scarlet Witch, than Ultron did. Yeah. Scarlet Witch, though, <laughs> her whole point of this movie uh, was like, I'm paralyzed by uh, because I have blood on my hands. Everyone in the Avengers has blood on their hands, but Scarlet Witch has to be the one who's just like, I can't do anything. What am I even doing here? I have all the feels. Like, I thought that was kind of weird. And then also, Black Widow, her whole shtick was like, uh, I'm not going to get into anything. Like, I'm not going to go really on any side. Like, when things got like really hairy, she was like, Meh, whatever. I'm not. I'm not going to deal with this. And I just thought both of those were kind of weird. But at the same, so when I thought about it, so that was my first reaction, but when I thought about it more, I felt like maybe they were actually the smartest, mm-hmm. like, written people. They were, like, written as the voice of reason on both sides, because, yeah. like, yeah. like I said, everyone had blood on their hands, and only Scarlet Witch was the one, like, paralyzed. And I feel like, as a human person, I would be like, like, why the fuck isn't everyone else as paralyzed as I am by killing yeah. people. Like, like, she actually has heart and a conscience, and is like, this is fucked up what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And with Black Widow, she's like, all the shit that you guys are complaining about is pointless. Like, we're a team, we should be working together, and not, like, making all these hissy fits about shit that's, like, not that big of a deal. And so, i kind of torn on if it's, if they're written well, or if they're written poorly because the more i think about it the more i lean on both sides Mm -hmm. 
I think at so, least for... I don't know. Scarlet, I just want to know what your guys... For Scarlet Witch, I think it made sense that she was, like, the one that was kind of, like, thrown by it the most because I guess at least until, like, Spider-Man comes in, she's, like, the youngest one, and she's also the one who hasn't really gotten control of herself the most. So, like, I think that was, like, one of her things when she kind of saw what she did. She was like, holy shit, like, this can... I could, like, ruin the world because I don't know, like, what I'm doing. So maybe I just, like, shouldn't yeah. do anything at all. And then that's kind of, like, yeah. part of what that's happened really in um, Age of Ultron, even. Because there's that scene where uh, Hawkeye's kind of talking to her, being like, well, if you, like, step outside of this... I forget if they're in the building or whatever, but he was like, well, if you get on the other side of this, then you're a superhero and you have to fight and you have to, like, be strong. So I guess it's kind of like... I think yeah. it- that yeah, that's it. It totally has to do with her like lack of experience because like in the beginning of the movie she's kind of doing like a little bit of training like mm-hmm. with the Avengers like they're like on a mission she's doing a little bit of like training and like they're teaching her stuff. So I think like what happened like to like make her like sort of um be hesitant to like go out in the field more and like be a hero. Um, I think all that combined, like, with her lack of experience, like, she's not prepared, like, and in Age of Ultron, she started as a villain, like, yeah. she mind-fucked everybody in that movie, like, I'm That's true. thinking that she has, like, some, she's not, she just doesn't have any confidence, is what it comes down to, and she's scared, I guess. Especially like, after losing like, Quicksilver. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He died in the X-Men. Spoilers. Spoilers for a movie from a year ago. Um, yeah, it was a, uh, that was okay. a fun movie. I, yeah, I, I agree with that. It was, I mean, people have been saying it since, like, before, like, Civil War reviews even came out, but it's, like, a it's an Avengers movie, essentially, just under Captain America's name. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it shares an element of the comic. Like, I guess the core, sort of, theme of the comic. That's kind of about it, really. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what I said. You can read the comic without wanting, or without, like, the movie being spoiled for you, or you can see the movie without the comic, you know, it's mm-hmm. 10 years old now. You can see the movie without the comic being spoiled for you, so it's not, like, a huge deal, like, I don't know. Some people are weird about that, like, I can't read this before the movie, because I'll spoil the movie. It's like, well, they're different, like, yeah, they just what share I, the central conflict. What I loved about this movie is how much... Uh, I didn't know about this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like coming in, like I was, I was reading a bunch of theories about what people thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about deaths that might happen, and how, like, yeah, we were wrong you know, in the comic. In the comic, there was like, uh, who dies? Should I? Can we say it's ten years old? Yeah, I think we said the first issue. The first. Okay, yeah. So Cap, yeah, Cap dies in the comic. Well, at the comic after Civil War, not in the main story. So maybe he'll die in. (laughs) Maybe. Anyways, um, well, the point is, uh, we were there were so many theories about it, and holy cow, yeah, like nobody was even close. Yeah, they didn't give anything out in the in the trailers. Yeah, I was just thoroughly impressed. Yeah, and there were a lot of trailers. Yeah, I was gonna say I started watching. I saw, like, at one point, like, a couple weeks ago, it was, like, the 27th TV spot for Civil War has come out. I'm like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, there was one that my uh, <laughs> worker sent me that had 
that had seven minutes of footage from the movie that was all different footage that was shown That's over all the TV spots, Jeez. which is crazy. But then, like you're saying, like only really most of that was just the fight scenes, which weren't really like that uh-huh. big of a surprise, except for like yeah. the major one wasn't really spoiled at all, which was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, um, really quick. Do you guys, did you guys, did anyone else notice the, the overdubbing of Black Widow when she was on Bucky's shoulders and like elbowing him yeah, in the yeah, head? Yeah. She kept going, foo! Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Foo! Foo! And then when she gets dropped on the table, she's like, foo! <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear that. <laughs> what? I didn't notice that last one, but I definitely I heard that. the parts where she was like, it's oh, in the trailer. Me. If you watch the, or if you watch the, the featurette or whatever. Okay. Um, featurette number it's 13. same audio. What? Featurette number 13. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it's in the audio. When I first watched the featurette and I heard that, I was like, that's weird. That must be like like unedited audio. Maybe it'll be different in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the movie. It's like, it's the same thing. <laughs> I thought the, the, uh, the new characters that were introduced, uh, Spider-Man, Black Panther, and I'm also going to include Baron Zemo. He's in it. It's not really a yeah. secret or anything because he's was casted like a year he's on IMDb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought they were all three of them were amazing, like super agreed. super cool. Like, yeah. totally agreed. Baron Zemo yeah. is different from like the comics, and like they're doing Baron Zemo in the Avengers Assemble cartoon show right now, and like he's very different and it's awesome. Like, I was I was surprised. I was like, wow, this movie surprised me. Mm-hmm. Mr. Comic Book Man. <laughs> That's what they call me on the streets. <laughs> yeah, I can't go anywhere with you without uh, someone like, "Hey, Comic Book Man." <laughs> That's Mr. Comic Book Man to you. I will so, say, I agree um, that all the new characters are awesome, and I especially really like Spider-Man. But my question, I guess, is. Did he, like, stick out a lot to you guys? Because that's kind of, like, to me at first, it seemed like he was just kind of, like, thrown in. Because obviously under, like, the circumstances which they got him, he was kind of, like, Spider-Man? they had to do that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I guess so. I, I totally can tell. Yeah, I read a I read an article from The Verge about how Spider-Man, though he was, like, amazing, and it was just great to watch him, uh, when you really think about it, his whole part in the movie is pretty pointless. He's just like, Iron Man's just like, hey, I got this guy. Let me bring this guy with. I mean, and he comes. I kind of, on the same token, oh. I like that they didn't really explain, like, how he knew him or, like, how he got his power. No, that's. The best yeah, part of the Civil fine. War is that they didn't have a spider biting Peter Parker's hand. Yeah, I totally agree. They didn't agree do that. the Uncle Ben dying. Yeah, they didn't do sure. all of his origin stuff. Well, I loved, I loved that he was about to get into it. And Iron Man's like, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I made a joke about it. It was really, it was pretty good. Me and Sam um, were talking about this too, about how is that spoilers? I don't know. I don't know what. Go, Matt. Oh, sorry. Um, but me and Sam were talking about it after the movie too. That we were both kind of glad that I don't know if this is a spoiler. It probably isn't, but that we were glad that um, Aunt May was like not like eighty years old, because like when you think about it, like she's Peter's mom's sister. So she shouldn't really be, yeah. like, that much older than his mom would be. So, like, and he's pretty young, so I think it, like, worked really well. It, like, made it seem more realistic. Yeah, I just, yeah. And then, like, they still exactly. made a joke to it, too, where Tony was, like, he was, like, said something about how his mom was, or his aunt was, like, like surprisingly attractive or something, which I thought was a good kind of, like, reference yeah. back to that. I, I just love that. 
I just love that Aunt May throughout the movies is kind of just doing like a Benjamin Button kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, sure. Like first first iteration super old, second iteration like yeah, kind of old. Now it's just like middle like early or late thirties. It looks like early forties. Yeah, she's I'll, basically invincible in the comics. I would too. just say this: like, <laughs> don't be surprised if Peter gets to Uncle Tony, like, because I could totally see that happen. <laughs> Because he was, uh, Tony was, Tony was up oh on Aunt May. It was on that Nobody see more busts than you, Uncle Tony. <laughs> now, Peter, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, your aunt and I are going out on a date. You got that? Going to go to a nice restaurant. Is this your Tony Stark impression? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> what, what happened to Tony Stark? When, what ha- he just turned country right out of nowhere. What happened, what happened to Tony Stark was he he met a, a fine a fine white lady and, and the black man came out of him. That's what happened. Like he, <laughs> He's met many white he women. Not, but, but none... They met a fine one now. Not, none, none as white as Aunt May. Oh. None as fine as Aunt May. Basically... Tony turned into Rhodey. That's what happened. Tony, Rhodey. <laughs> when Tony, when Tony gets, when All right. he gets aroused or angry, he turns into Rhodey. That's the secret they don't tell you. I don't even want to know too, too how right. this happened. Now that, now that all that's out of the way, <laughs> do we want to get into uh, some spoilers and talk about some stuff, some deep yes. stuff. Spoilers, spoilers. Spoiler. All right. So surprise, guys. This is going to be a two-parter this week. This part. What? And then, yes, this part. And then a second part will come out that'll be just us talking about Civil War with spoilers. One middle finger, two middle fingers. One bell song, two bell song. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is the end of part one. Uh, if you want to hear us talk about Civil War more and please flip spoil the tape some over and talk about things that we've noticed and think might happen, come back for part Go on two. to part five. I mean, two. All right, cut.